What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. And we are back again today, live from uh, Portland, Oregon. Super excited to be here with you guys today. It has been uh, such a fun holiday weekend. I hope you guys had a wonderful holidays as we continue into the new year and along with new college football. So today we're going to be continuing our bowl segment on our bowl predictions. Now bowl games are always fun to predict because, you know, you see matchups that you would never see in the regular season and you see teams that uh, you may have never thought, you know, you're like, oh man, this team was super good in the regular season and uh, they end up flopping in a bowl game. And you're like, okay, well, that team obviously, you know, wasn't as good as what I thought they were. So in the first 12 games, through the first 12 games, ooh, little rough. We are only 4 and 8. Now, I will say I made a couple of mistakes, and after I thought about it, I was like, dang it. Uh, I messed up on the Charlotte game. I should have taken Buffalo. Uh, another game that I was really beating myself about. Uh, was Boise State and Washington. I had forgotten uh, about Chris Peterson and... You know, him leaving, that being his last game. Uh, I figured that, you know, it was going to be close. I saw Boise would play better. Uh, the US, UCF Marshall game really surprised me. I thought for sure Marshall would have gotten the win. But no, but regardless, everything else kind of turned out. Oh, and Miami, I don't know what the heck getting blanked uh, by Louisiana Tech is. I mean, we're talking about a Miami team, you know, like 20 years ago, national championship, everyone in the world wanted to be them. Uh, but no, not anymore. So, you know, we were wrong on some, we were right on some, and I'm loving all the stuff that we have and uh, excited to, to, to release a few more pull picks with you. Uh, a few things have happened in college football that I'm really liking. I was able to see a couple teams, uh, well, for one team for, for certain, uh, Liberty get the win over uh, Georgia Southern. That was a big win for them. Uh, I think Q Freeze, I, he got a, a contract extension. And I think that, you know, if you're Q Freeze, you're feeling really good after the whole Ole Miss debacle. And, but you were able to get back into college football and you're able to, you know, build another program. I think Liberty is going to be a team to be watching over the next couple of years. And then Hawaii beating BYU, that was awesome uh, for a few reasons. Not because, you know, I'm a Utah fan and anytime you see your rival lose, you want that to happen. But I really think that genuinely, genuinely think that BYU needs to go back into the Mountain West. Uh, I was talking to my father and he said, well, they, they, they won the Mountain West. They beat Boise State. Yeah, Boise State. They did beat him, and and I'm not going to I'm not going to argue that fact uh, with him. Uh, it was at home, so he got a little bit of uh, home home field advantage. But you know, when you can't beat San Diego State in Hawaii, I feel like it's a really good indication where you're like, okay, you know, ten years ago, twelve years ago, maybe we were a lot better than what we were before all this conference realignment and stuff. We're sitting as an independent. We're sitting as really a sitting duck. And we're going to win maybe one or two big games a year. And the rest is just going to be a crapshoot, right? It's going to be roll of the dice to see how good we really are. And for BYU fans, I feel like now it's time to voice your opinion. Really, uh, despite, you know, the ESPN games and, and your contract there and stuff like that, you really need to leave that. Even though 
you know, there might be some things there. Get into a conference. It will benefit every single one of the sports. I mean, the WCC in basketball isn't terrible, but uh, I think is a different level of competition than just uh, playing independent in football. Uh, I think getting into a conference, you have a conference championship, uh, you have an extra week to prepare, but that was kind of embarrassing to go to Hawaii and lose uh, after losing to USF and San Diego State. Uh, I'd definitely be re- reevaluating the program at this point. I know they had uh, they signed uh, Kalani Sataki for the long term, and I told, I told him, I said, you know what, that's a very safe hire uh not everyone can be you know the BYU football coach very strict uh academic uh standards there and stuff and uh their honor code and stuff and and, and it would be difficult there's no doubt about that a bunch of college kids but I think that you need to not move past that but I think you need to prepare better uh and get get somebody in there uh, like, like Bronco Mendenhall did a tremendous job and Lavelle Edwards did a tremendous job and Kalani Sataki is just not doing it so anyway so that that was my thoughts through um the first few bowl games so now we're going to be predicting there is 25 bowl games uh we'll do the first half and then we'll do the second half we'll kind of break it up have an ad break in there right and uh we're just going to be picking them kind of by our feeling uh we will tell you the lines and stuff like that for the games and why we're predicting the way we are but anyway let's go so number one is actually on as i'm doing this podcast because i'm doing this friday morning unc versus temple uh, it just barely kicked off so it's still zero zero so i'm giving you guys a pure uh pick and i want to be taking north carolina uh despite north carolina's bumps uh there's been a few and they've had to come back late in fourth quarter and they have they have some pretty spectacular wins but i'm going to take him north carolina i i like them in the military bowl i i mean temple they did beat memphis who was a really good team temple as well has kind of been the same as north carolina dr jekyll mr hyde and things like that right uh Anyway, so that's who I'm going to be taking in that game. Not much. Uh, 8-4 Temple against the 6-6 UNC. So moving on, we have Michigan State versus Wake Forest. Uh, the opening or the line right now before the game is minus 3.5 for Michigan State, and I want to be betting against that. I think Wake Forest is going to win. Uh, Dave Clawson is a amazing uh, football coach, and I think he has got this team right where he wants them uh, to win. Last the you know last few years, Wake Forest has really made a splash in the bowl games. They've done things that I'm like I bet against them every single year. So maybe you know I I need to learn something from them, and, and uh, you know maybe think about what they're doing right last last year they beat memphis uh the year before they beat a&m year before that they beat temple uh and then the year and then that was uh all under dave clausen's tenure he's three and oh so i'm I'm not going to go against that even though it is michigan state's a little bit step up in competition i think that uh wake force is going to win and i know i've been really rough on the acc and my picks no, I'm taking them but they're not it's not that they're against lesser opponents i just think that north carolina is stronger than temple I think it's going to be a really good game. Same thing with Wake Forest. I think Wake Forest is a little bit stronger than Sparty. Uh, Sparty has a few other issues that they're dealing with right now, too. But uh, we'll see. But I'm going to be taking Wake Forest. Moving on to the Academy Sports Outdoors Texas Bowl. We have uh, Oklahoma State versus Texas A&M. I'm going to be taking Texas A&M right now. They're favored by four and a half points. Uh, I just think A&M... Uh, 
they're kind of like this sleeping giant, not a lot of televised games. Uh, Jimbo Fisher's quietly building a program there in his second year. I think next year is where we're going to see the the jump made with Texas A&M. I just don't think at Oklahoma State... uh, I think A&M's defense is a little bit better than Oklahoma State's uh, offense. A&M has had a brutal schedule, you know, playing Alabama, playing Auburn, playing uh, LSU, and then playing uh, Clemson. I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. So I think that they're they're built for it. They're built for the postseason, and I think that I'll be taking A&M in that game. Next bowl of the game was the San Diego uh, County Credit Union Holiday Bowl, and I will be taking the Iowa Hawkeyes over the USC Trojans. Iowa's coming into this bowl nine and three, uh, USC eight and four. At USC, uh, despite me being a University of Utah fan, and I love them, you know, through and through, I am by whatever you want to say. I, I love the University of Utah. They beat the U, and the U looked really bad against Oregon. So I'm I, I'm more leaning towards maybe I was wrong on the Pac-12, that it wasn't as strong as what I once thought. I'm not saying that it's ACC-level week, but uh, it may not be as what I thought. And they were able to get a lot of favorable games against some opponents, which makes them 8-4, and four, but they still lost to BYU at the first of the season. I don't really like keeping Clay Hilton. Uh, I think we're going to see another loss here, and I think Iowa... And the ground and pound game is going to be uh, a lot harder to stop than than what than what USC will be able to provide. So I'm going to take an Iowa. Iowa's favored by two points going into the, the game. And then the final bowl game on today, and then we'll be moving on to the predictions going forward. We have uh, Air Force against Washington State, and I want to be taking Air Force. Now the line actually favors Air Force, which is a little surprising. Air Force sitting at ten and two, Wazoo sitting at six and six. I'm be taking Air Force for a couple of reasons. Number one, it is so hard to prepare for Air Force, Navy, Army's offense. Now I know there's a few other teams out there, and I'm sorry if I offended you, but the the triple option is the hardest thing to defend because your scout team offense uh, cannot run at the pace at what they do, and they've had a tremendous season. You know, only with two losses, uh, I think it's going to cap it off with uh, a win. Wazoo, kind of a disappointing season. I thought they were going to be a little bit better with uh, Aaron Gordon. I wish I could have seen a couple other people play, Gabe Gumbrad and stuff like that. But I really am looking forward to watch uh, this game uh, as the last game of the night. I think it's going to be a barn burner. And I think Air Force uh, will end up getting the win overall. Okay, moving on to tomorrow's games. If you're listening to this on Friday, uh, Friday the 27th, uh, the, the Saturday games on the 28th, we have, uh, to start off the morning, we have Memphis against Penn State. Right now, the line favors Penn State, but I want to be taking Memphis. I think that, uh, I mean, they, they lost their head coach, understandable. And I know James Franklin has done a great job at Penn State, but I really like this Memphis team. I like how they play. I like the last few weeks, the way they've played. I'm going to be taking the Tigers in this game uh, in the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Then next up we have Notre Dame against uh, Iowa State, and I want to be taking Notre Dame. Now, I feel bad for saying this because I've been, uh, you know, talking about how great Iowa State is all season and how, you know, deep they are and and, and a lot of different things. And I I see a lot of future there at Iowa State. But I think Notre Dame's just a little bit better. I think Notre Dame right now, honestly, is the 15th best team in the nation. They're sitting right at 15. I think they should stay at 15. Uh, 
they're a good team, not a great team this year, but I think they're going to they're going to play well enough to uh get the win and move on uh to next season, you know, feeling good. And Iowa State, you're going to lose a lot of starters and stuff, but I think that uh, coach Matt Campbell is going to get them uh ready for this next year, hopefully to make a push at the Big 12 title game. All right, now we're into the CFP semifinal, uh LSU versus Oklahoma and then Ohio State versus Clemson. I'm going to be taking LSU, obviously. Uh, LSU is favored by 13.5. That's a lot of points, but I'm going to be taking LSU in this game. Uh, number one, because I think that... I think LSU is a really, really good football team. Uh, they have an uh, you know an amazing quarterback who's leading the charge. I think we're going to see tremendous quarterback play in this college football final. Uh, I just don't think Oklahoma is as, as good, and I think LSU potentially could even make a push into the ch- in the national championship game. Depending on how they play against Oklahoma, they've you know they've had a really tough schedule going forward throughout the season. LSU has, so I think they're you know they're built for this postseason play to be able to play to the, their competition. And then for the Ohio State-Clemson game, I'm going to be taking Clemson. I think Clemson also is a sleeping giant, not really being tested throughout the year besides, you know, one time uh, Ohio State's faced a little adversity. I feel like Clemson faced a little bit more. And I think Clemson just, personally, if you want my honest opinion, I've said it multiple times, I just think they're bored right now. I think that uh, they're looking for someone to build on and to, and to get hype for. But really, they're just bored. And this is going to be a win, and we're going to see how great Clemson is and Trevor Lawrence is. They're going to have to remind us here. Moving on to Monday, December 30th, we have Western Kentucky against Western Michigan. I'm going to be taking uh, Western Kentucky in this game, WKU. I think it's going to be a really uh, fun and interesting game. I really like the matchup right now. It's uh, WKU's favorite by three points. I like Western Michigan. Both teams kind of uh, went through a slump there, now both on the rise, both getting, uh, you know, 8-4, 7-5 records respectively. Uh, I think both of these teams are going to be able to reload for this next uh, or for this upcoming year i want to be taking the hilltoppers over the broncos next up we have louisville against mississippi state and i cannot believe that mississippi state is favored by four uh i love Sco- coach scott satterfield i've talked about him a lot uh he would have been one of my picks to be coach of the year i mean obviously the swamp monster and uh matt rule has done a really really good job but i'm going to be taking louisville in this game uh, like I said, Coach Scott Satterfield has never won a or never lost a bowl game. Obviously, he was at Appalachian State, a little bit different circumstances. I like what he's building in Louisville, and I think Louisville is going to you know, give him next year and the year after, and I think they're going to be up there challenging Clemson and uh, you know Florida State with Mike Norvell. I think it's going to be a really interesting and fun uh, side of the conference to, to tune into over the next few years if those guys can get on track. But I'm going to be taking Louisville uh, despite Mississippi State being favored. Okay, we have two more bowl picks before the break, and we have Cal against uh, Illinois. I'm going to be taking uh, Cal in this game. Uh, They have an amazing guy uh, on the defensive end, and I have watched him uh, play multiple times this season, and he genuinely, I mean, I, I, I walk away impressed. I'm like, holy cow, this kid is fast. Um, I'm making sure I get his name right. Evan Weaver. I was going to say Jared Weaver, but he was a he was a baseball pitcher for the Angels back way way long ago. He is fast. He is nothing like Illinois has ever seen. Um, 
I mean, the Big Ten is full of great defensives, too, but I think Cal's is going to end up getting the win here. Uh, they did lose last year in the Cheez-It Bowl, uh, and that was Justin Wilcox's first bowl game here at, under the under his tenure at Cal, but I think they're just a little bit better than Illinois, but Illinois, congratulations, Lovey Smith, and the Fighting Illini, you got back to a bowl game, that's really hard to do in the Big Ten Conference, congratulations. Now, our final pick, we have the Florida, we have against UVA, the Capital One Orange Bowl, we're going to be taking Florida in this game, I mean, Virginia, you, you, you played as good as anyone would hope you played. You got to nine wins this year. Congratulations. Florida's just better. You know, Florida, easily top 10 team in the nation for me that I've seen. And uh, I think that they're going to be winning. Florida is favored by 14 and a half, which is a huge line. But I think they're going to be favored. All right, we're going to be taking a step aside now uh, for a little break. After the break, we're going to bring you back, release the rest of the 12 bowl rankings until next Thursday, until we you know, obviously do another podcast and uh, get you guys excited for this upcoming you know, bowl season. All these fun games, they're coming at us fast and furious, so stay tuned after the break. All right, coming at you fast and furious live from Portland. You know, this being our last uh, podcast here. Don't know when we're going to get back down to uh, the studio. Hopefully next time uh, we're back there and uh, getting everything ready to go after uh, the new year. Excited to be with you guys here today. All right, so again, so many bowl games to go over. This is mainly what this is going to be talking about. Uh, I probably will do a bowl reaction uh, to the winners and to the losers, kind of the biggest games, what we're going to learn into next year. Uh, I need to start doing a little bit more due diligence, but right now, you know, at this time of the year, we're building for next year. Uh, Think about how many teams didn't make a bowl game and how many teams didn't, uh, well, you know, have played in bowl games and stuff. We got a lot. We only got a few, uh, you know, handful of games that, that are left in college football. And what is going to happen? We got the draft combine, and then we got, you know, uh, they're going to be back on campus. Uh, I mean, football really starts back up in January for the college players. You got spring football. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to pull some of our coaches back onto the show. Really excited. Really hope that we have that opportunity. Uh, you know, come March, April, May, June, July time, and then get everybody amped and psyched for this upcoming season uh, in 2020. What will it, you know, include in it? All right, so uh, the first game uh, on New Year's Eve, we have Kentucky against Virginia Tech in the Belk Bowl. I'm taking Virginia Tech again. I don't know why I'm taking so many ACC teams. Uh, the only reason why I feel it right now is I think they're just a little bit better than their their opponent. I mean, we're talking about teams that are just barely making uh, bowl cuts. Uh, I mean, Michigan State six and six, uh, Kentucky seven and five. Obviously, two games over. But I think I saw Virginia Tech against Virginia. Uh, I think Virginia Tech is better than. Uh, Kentucky, I think Virginia Tech's better than Virginia, despite the the, the you know the loss there. Kind of a crazy game. I think uh, the Hokies maybe did not have had the best season that they wanted. I thought they'd get up to to nine wins, maybe even ten wins, and they still have that opportunity. Obviously, tens out of reach if they would have you know went to the conference championship. They may have had one. I mean, they would have played Clemson, which would have been kind of a far stretch, but. 
you know, I thought they'd be a little bit uh, better, but I think you know, send it off right, send the seniors off right, and build for the next season. And and uh, Kentucky, they lost a lot of seniors this last year. They're just kind of hoping that they they get whomever uh, shows up right. And uh, I think that they're going to play well. Uh, and I think it's going to be a really close game right now. The line's at two and a half. I'm going to be taking Virginia Tech. All right, the Arizona State-Florida State game. It is the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, and I'm going to be taking the Sun Devils. I love Jaden Daniels, and everyone in the nation should watch this kid play. He is going to be good. I mean, give him... I think next year we're going to hear his name a little bit more uh, with Herm Edwards and stuff. Hopefully... um, they don't lose games to, you know, USC, and they don't, you know, drop a few. I wouldn't, I mean, just games they should have won. They need to win the games they, they should win. I still think that Utah's the favorite out of the South this next year, but I think Arizona State's going to be right along there with them. Uh, it's going to be fun. I'm excited to see uh, what happens with this team going forward, but I think Arizona State's building the right program. And I'm going to be taking them. Florida State barely got to a bowl game. Uh, I want to uh, hopefully, you know, I want to see what Mike Norvell can can build down there uh, in you know Seminole Country and to see if they can get back to a national power because it is really fun when they're a national power. Uh, it really helps college football out as a whole, and it helps the ACC out as a whole. I mean, the ACC has has definitely not been the same without you know Florida State because um, they only have Clemson, and Clemson's just kind of reigning supreme here. So. Alrighty, next on on to the next one. We have Navy versus Kansas State in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. I'm gonna be taking Navy. Navy's favored by two and a half. Again, same reason for the Air Force pick. Uh, you cannot defend this triple option unless you are a vastly superior team. Uh, you know, Boise State beating Air Force makes complete sense. Uh, Navy had two losses, had a couple losses on the resume this year, but again, it's just one of those things where you just know, uh, you just kind of have that feeling that you're like, you know what, I just don't think uh, that they're going to lose. Navy lost to Notre Dame and I believe Memphis, yes, Notre Dame and Memphis this year, so you know, two teams that were better than them, Kansas State might be this about the same as them, uh, in my opinion, Uh you know, talent-wise, but that triple option is going to get them. I'm taking uh, Navy. Alrighty, now we're moving on to the Wyoming-Georgia State game, the Nova Home Loans-Arizona Bowl. Uh, I'm going to be taking Wyoming in this game. Uh, Georgia State has had a great season. Uh, Sean Elliott has done a great job as a coach down there. Uh, continue to build that, that that Panthers, you know, offense and defense. I really want to see uh, how this team reacts going forward. I really, really like this Georgia State team. And uh, I don't know if they're ever going to dethrone Appalachian State. There's always that possibility, right? But I really like this team. Uh, what they the what they built this year, you know, big win against Tennessee at Tennessee. And uh, I'm going to be taking Wyoming in this game. I think that Wyoming has had a pretty good season as well. I think they're very similar, but I think talent wise, Wyoming's just a little bit better than them. And uh, I'll be taking Wyoming. The Utah Texas uh, Valero Alamo Bowl. I'm taking Utah. Utah's favored by seven. I think that is a very, very honest line. Uh, I think Utah. I mean, they don't have uh, Jalen Johnson. They don't have Julian Blackman. But you know, uh, Utah's just—they're good. It's sad that it had to end the way it did. Obviously, as a University of Utah fan, you know, you always have the what if. College football usually, you know, weeds itself out. I had to go wait till championship weekend to break my heart. Uh, I wanted them to win. They didn't. Oh well, you know, life moves on. 
Go Utes. Uh, I think Texas has a lot of injuries. I think this next year, uh, I think Texas is kind. It's kind of a. It's kind of the year for Mike Herman or Tom Herman. Sorry, not Mike Herman. Tom Herman uh, in Texas. He's got to make it. Oh, he's got to get them going right. You know, second year, third year, fourth year. You gotta get. You gotta start getting those wins. Seven and five is good enough for this year. Next year he needs to be up nine and three minimum. Can't lose the 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 silly games that he did this year. But that's just my opinion. I think that Utah will win. I think Utah can rebound rebound back from this. They got a big transfer coming over from uh, South Carolina to uh, go for the quarterback position as well as uh, Shelley and a lot of movement there. I still think Utah is the favorites in the Pac-12 coming up. Okay, last few picks. We have Minnesota against Auburn. I'm taking Auburn. Uh, Minnesota has done a tremendous job. I love uh, the culture that they've been building up there in Minnesota. Uh, Give them another year, maybe two, and uh, we're going to be talking about them a little bit more on the national level. I'm going to be taking Auburn in this game. The next one up, we have Alabama against Michigan. Alabama's favored by seven points in this game, and I think Michigan has done a great job. Despite them losing to... uh, Ohio State, they've done a really good job this season. 9-3 and three is a really good record. Uh, I think that Alabama is just a little bit better. Uh, I want. Hopefully we'll see a little bit more talent on the Alabama side, but I'm going to be taking Bama in this football game. Next up, we have the Oregon-Wisconsin Rose Bowl game presented by Northwestern Mutual. Uh, super excited to cover this game. I think this is one of the more fascinating games. Always the granddaddy of them all. is always fun to watch. I'm going to be taking Wisconsin in this game. I like what Oregon has done uh, this season, but they definitely were below what I wanted them to be. I wanted them to go to the the national championship, play for it, right, CFP semifinal, uh, and I wanted Utah there too, if not you know, both of them, one of them, and neither of them made it. A uh, little disappointed on both ends for both teams. I think what Wisconsin, I mean, they don't lose in bowl games. They play a very methodical game. Uh, they played very, very well against Ohio State. I think that's going to be, you know, despite the loss of confidence builder into this game, uh, Wisconsin's defense shuts down that spread offense that Oregon runs. Uh I think that they're just they're a better team. I'm going to be taking Wisconsin in this football game. Moving on to uh, the All-State Sugar Bowl, Georgia versus Baylor. I think Baylor is a really good football team. They're a top 10 team, but they're not going to beat Georgia. Georgia's favored by uh, six points right now. I think that is a really smart line. Uh, I really like the Bulldogs in this game. Uh, they were, I mean, they're... A championship of they're, they're one game away from the national championship as well, uh, as well as Baylor, but uh, depending on on their injuries and stuff, I haven't been notified on any uh, of those updates or you know injury status and in reports and stuff like that. So, in my opinion, I think that uh, Georgia is going to get the win and uh, the SEC is going to flex its big muscles there. Okay, last two games before we do uh, our next podcast. Now I've been. Tempted to hold these games off and to wait and just, you know, like on Thursday, just, you know, announce them as, as they're happening, kind of like right now with the North Carolina Temple game where North Carolina is winning 7 to nothing. Uh, but I'm just going to make the pick, and then if we had to go over it next week, depending on when I have the time, we'll definitely go over it. Now, this was the big bulk of bowl games, and, uh, you know, we only have uh, a handful of bowl games left. We have one, two, three. 
And we have three bowl games in the national championship. So after these picks, so it might be a little bit shorter next week. But oh well, we'll be moving on. Maybe talking about a few other interesting games. Uh, we have the Ticketmaster uh, Birmingham Bowl, Cincinnati versus Boston College. I'm taking Cincy. Uh, I love Cincinnati. I love what Luke Fickle has done. He's done a really good job there. We'll see how he's able to build them going forward. And I think Cincinnati can, you know, get into New Year's uh, Day 6 Bowl, right? New Year's 6 Bowl. I think that, uh, you know, with Mike Norvell leaving Memphis, I think that they, their con- the conference kind of becomes theirs. And they have a year or two to really l- reign over it as long as they continue to beat UCF like they did this year. And uh, I really like this team. I really do. I think... Uh, uh, the Bearcats, you know, last year had a great year. This year they had a great year. Next year we'll see what they're able to build. They've got a lot of strong recruits coming in. So uh, go Bearcats over Boston College. And then finally, the last bowl pick, we have Indiana versus Tennessee. Indiana 8-4, Tennessee at 7-5. and five. Right now the Lions 1.5 favored by Tennessee. I'm taking Indiana in this game. Uh, I saw Tennessee lose to Georgia State, and I still cannot erase that terrible game from my eyeballs. So I think that... Uh, Indiana's going to get the win. Indiana, you know, for years goes five and seven, five and seven, five and seven. They never just can get over that hump. They got to eight and four this year. Uh, they're obviously doing something right up there in Indiana, out there in Indiana, right? And, uh, I really like the Hoosiers in this game over the Volunteers. But, uh, you know, a big, a big leap, uh, into next year for, uh, the Indiana Hoosiers to see what they're able to build on. All right, so that that has been uh, our second podcast of our bowl game coverage. Sitting a little rough right now. I can make up a lot of games going forward. Hopefully, I do. Right now, sitting at four and eight, I wouldn't even made a bowl game. Uh, like I said, there are a couple of things that I over that I overshadowed, and uh, my picks are my picks. I'm going to stand by them. I was wrong on some of them, right? Well, wrong on eight of them so far, right on four of them, and hopefully I can get back to uh, around 70% because that was what we sat at uh, throughout all of the you know games of the week and our predictions and stuff. We sat around 73.4%, so hopefully we can get back up to that in the bowl games. I'm loving it. Hopefully we can continue to bring you guys the best coverage possible, and uh, for all of you guys out there, thank you for your love and support. Last podcast from Portland. Love the Pacific Northwest and every all the friends and family that I'm able to, to see here. Until next time, let's keep the ball rolling. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and everything. Have a great week. And uh, until next time.